Well, hello and welcome to the next episode of the Westlake Daily Podcast. And in today's episode, Dan DeBay, one of our elders, brings us our thought for the day. Good morning, Westlake family. I'm so grateful today that I can come back to you with what the Lord has been doing in my life during this lockdown time. Like many of you, I suspect, at the beginning of the year, I set few objectives for my spiritual life for the year ahead of me. This year, like in the last couple of years, set as objective to better know the Lord Jesus Christ and to know God. The Apostle Paul tells us in Philippians chapter 3 that the worth of knowing Christ surpasses everything else. He desires to know him and the power of his resurrection. And in fact, already in the Old Testament, we are told that knowing God is above everything else, above wisdom, might, riches. As Jeremiah says in his book, chapter 9, verse 24, But let him who boasts, boast in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who practices steadfast love, justice, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, declares the Lord. But the question is, how well do I know God? Or in fact, do I really know Him? Knowing in the biblical sense, do I know God the way the Bible presents Him? Not knowing God in my own way of thinking of Him. You and I may be Christians for many, many years, but still not knowing God the way the Bible presents him. Let's just have a look at Jesus' disciples. The night before his crucifixion, one of his disciples, Philip, said to Jesus, found in John chapter 14, verse 8 to 10, Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does these works. After more than three years, it seems like the disciples did not know Jesus. But this is not surprising. We cannot know Jesus entirely and deeply unless the Holy Spirit reveals him to us. As Jesus came to reveal the Father, so the Spirit is revealing to us who Jesus is and his works. But I'm talking here about knowing by experience. As we advance in our relationship with Jesus, we know him more and more every day as the Spirit reveals him to us, and as the word of the Lord is available and we go deeper into knowing Jesus from the Bible. After this long introduction, let me share what I learned about God through a book that I just read recently. It is about one aspect that is often forgotten or neglected about God. It is about God's heart. How is God the Father? How is Jesus in his inner heart? That's the question. Maybe we are used to hear that God is holy, God is righteous, and God is just in all his dealings. We know about the wrath of God, 
And that's why Jesus came to pay for our sins. All this we know. We know about the love of God, but maybe in a superficial way. But what do we know about the heart of God, the heart of Jesus? What about the mercy of God, his compassionate heart? What about the gentleness of the heart of Jesus? If you listen to Martin's sermon last Sunday about the temple and Jesus cleaning the temple, you would think, is this Jesus? His harshness is more emphasized here than his gentleness. But what about his harshness in his dealings with the Pharisees? That was pretty evident. But let's see what is Jesus saying about himself in one of the few texts in the Bible where Jesus talks about his own heart. Come to me, he says, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Did you hear that? He is gentle and lowly in heart. That means he is accessible. He came here for sinners. And he was known, actually, the friend of sinners. He is welcoming sinners. That means he is welcoming us, you and me. Wow, that's great news. As our great high priest, he paid for our sins and is now at the right hand of the Father, finishing his atoning work. He is now interceding for us. Jesus is in heaven now, and he's still accessible for us. He welcomes us to come to him. He is ready to help us. And why is that? Just looking into Hebrews chapter 4, we see that the author is bringing an interesting fact here. In verse 15 of chapter 4, he says, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So Jesus is able to sympathize with our weaknesses. Great news. He is ready to help us. He understands us because he was already here. He was tempted in every way, like we are, yet without sin. So he's able to help us. Like verse 16 says, come with confidence and draw near to the throne of grace. I encourage you to do that. So I was so encouraged by the fact that Jesus is ready to receive us hundreds times, thousand times. He is just available and accessible even though he's in heaven. So let's go to him. Let's draw near to him. The only qualification is if we are sinners or sufferers, we are welcome to come to him. The only thing is just to desire to go to him with our problems, with our sins, with our difficulties. He is ready to help us. So I would encourage you to do that. I'm doing this since I hear this good news that he receives us as we are, as we are. We don't need to get better before we go to him. So I encourage you to do that and may God bless you.